This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by Helix Sleep. I've gotten five, maybe six mattresses from Helix Sleep at this point, and they're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you. Go to helixsleep.com slash Opie with Helix Better Sleep starts now. Top of the morning to everybody. Welcome to my little live stream from the ocean. Doggy's very, very excited. Hold on, I gotta get the ball for Doggy. What's up, Greg Buell? How are you? Morning to the squad. Absolutely. I literally just woke up. I was at the neighbor's house. She needed help with some kind of, uh, ready for this? She bought a DVD player. And it had the, uh, the red, yellow, and white triple cords. And somehow she needed me to, and my wife, to plug it into the back of her TV. And, uh, I, I don't know if that's how it's done anymore. It's all about the HDMI, I think. We couldn't figure it out. And then, uh, and then she goes, would you like some bourbon? She had that Knob Creek, I think it's called. Look at the thumbs up for the Knob Creek bourbon. And it was, uh, it was maple flavored. And wow, was that delicious. So I was slowly sipping that. Yeah. Oh, this is how a porno starts with the neighbor. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a little weird, to be honest with you. Nah, we've known that for a while. <laughs> um, I think I told you guys. I think... I think most people know this. Just got, It's very uh, rare to see a guy this early on the beach, so I'm just a little distracted. He's kind of walking my way. Um, a couple things about that Times Square thing that we all watch on TV. you got to get there like a day in advance, more or less. Brian Bernard just throwing $500 in a cup of uh, hot coffee. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. So they'll be there, they're there 24 hours in advance. They stand there. And a lot of those people, they, uh, they, they pee in their pants. Yes, they pee in their pants. Just to see that stupid ball drop in person. As soon as 12.01 hits, the NYPD, like, just, just aggressively starts clearing the area. And a, a lot of that Times Square is completely gone by, by 12.30. And then it pretty much looks like no one was um, standing there waiting for that ball to drop. But known fact, people wear depends to pee in their pants. Some, they're just animals and they'll just pee. You know that guy? I, yeah, I think I could show him really fast. This guy I saw way down the beach. I saw way down the beach and it looked like he was fishing. I do believe he's got a shotgun. <laughs> Oh, did you hear that? Those are shotgun shells in the distance. I don't know if uh, the camera picked that up, but I do believe this guy's got a shotgun. He's coming right towards me. I'm sure he's just walking off the beach. I don't know if it's a shotgun or... Oh, you know what it might be? Okay, all right, all right. 
uh, stupid me. I, I'm used to this, but the sun came up really nicely, and the guy uh, went to the shoreline. I thought he was fishing. Then I thought he uh, had a shotgun, and now it's pretty obvious that uh, he has a camera. He was just taking pictures of the uh, of the sunrise. Morning, you can go through. Okay. Happy New Year. No joke. At first, I uh, I really thought that he he had a shotgun slung over his shoulder. You know, there's a bunch of houses out here. Definitely some families. And uh, one day down the beach where the where the guy is now, a whole bunch of people came out. About I don't know about a dozen people. They had wheelbarrows, and they had a lot of firearms. And they just start shooting into the ocean. We all have our own like police departments, so we have a we have a police department out here that their whole jurisdiction is like, man, I don't even think it's. I was gonna say 200 houses. I don't even think that's true. It's probably about a hundred. We all have them on speed dial. It's one of the nice things uh, we have living out here. So I call one of the police officers that actually uh, I've become friends with. Don't want to say his name. I go, yo, what's the deal with, uh, you know, people firing shotguns into the ocean? And he goes, are they facing the houses? I'm like, no, they're not facing the houses. Are they, uh, what did he say? Are they at least uh, 100 yards, 200 yards? I forget the exact. I think maybe he said 200. 200 yards in the houses? Yeah. So he goes, okay, let me get this straight. They're close to you. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're right there. They weren't far at all. They were probably 100 yards from me. He's like, he's like, okay, they're 100 yards from you, but they're shooting into the ocean, but they're 200 yards from the houses. I'm like, yes. He goes, there's absolutely nothing I could do. That is the law out here. Beach plus guns is this heaven. Look, I can't bitch. I got, uh, well, without getting into it, I got some things. The only thing they could be doing wrong is shooting lead into the water. Here in Michigan, you have to use steel shot around water. Yeah, I would uh, I would imagine it was lead. I don't know if I ever admitted this. So, I was fishing out here one day with my father-in-law. And I got a neighbor. He walks down this beach. Um, he's another neighbor. Not the neighbor with the bourbon. We all know each other out here. It's really nice you know, tight-knit, uh, tiny community, and older guy, and he'll, uh, he'll enter the, he'll enter the beach somewhere over here, and then he'll walk until you can't see him all the way down there, and he always comes back with something, and me and my father-in-law, we're, uh, fishing out here, and we see this guy coming, and he's got something really big in his hands, and we're like, what the fuck is this? This guy, this is what washed up on the beach that morning, a giant striped bass, that I think was at least 35 inches. It might have been closer to 40 inches. I mean, giant. And it was attached to a fishing rod. So obviously, the story goes, someone was fishing. And maybe he wasn't watching his rod. And this giant monster of a striped bass pulled the rod into the ocean. And that was it. And because this damn thing was attached to this, this poor striped bass... You can't survive that way, and he he lost his battle. He dies, and then the uh, the waves uh, washed him in. And my neighbor comes walking down the beach with his giant striped bass and a fishing pole. 
Now, wouldn't you know that me and my father-in-law, <laughs> we took a picture with that striped bass. And yes, I posted it all over my social media. Uh, I never... I never officially said I caught the fish, so I don't think I was actually lying. <laughs> but everyone assumed that I caught that one. But there's the real story. I don't know if I ever told that. And then I go to the guy. I go, what are you going to do with the fish? And the fish did not look fresh. You know, when you catch a striped bass in the water, it's very, very fresh. You run it to the fish market, and they would sell it for a good price. This thing was, uh, you know... It was dead a little, maybe a little too long, and his eyes were a little glassy. So I asked the guy, I'm like, what are you going to do with this thing? He goes, I'm going to fucking eat it. And fast forward, I don't remember, a couple weeks, I, I asked him, did you ever eat that fish that you found on the fishing rod down the beach? And he said, hell yeah, I did. It was delicious. But there was something about the fish. It it it, it, it was uh, it was dead a little too long. It it was it was turning. I forgot you used to live in Rochester, LOL. Gilberto, bravo. I like the people of Western New York a lot. I mean a lot. The weather just blows. That'll wear you down after a while. Obviously what's going on in Buffalo is one for the ages. But I, I, I uh, experienced... There he goes. He put it down. Hold on. I'll, all right, I got you. No, drop it so I can throw it. Drop it. I, uh, I was definitely up there for some of those storms. Oh, my God. They are really fun to live through. But it's kind of... You can't really even talk about that now because... Last I saw, I think it's up to 40 people lost their lives in the Buffalo area. 40 people... Yeah, very sad to hear the Buffalo thing, yeah. But I was up there for a bunch of those blizzards. Man, they're fun. I think when it, like, snows like that and everything shuts down, it gives you, like, a sense of um, of community. It's very rare in this day and age that, uh, that we're all kind of on the same page. All of a sudden, a snowstorm or a blizzard, it doesn't matter who you... You know, who you give a shit about politically and all that. None of that matters anymore. Everyone kind of comes together. And they're experiencing the thing all at the same time. And then you find like a restaurant that is brave enough to open or maybe a bar and you're hanging out and you're looking out the windows and it's just dumping. And everyone just seems to be generally in a good mood. And then everything just kind of slows way down or shuts down for a day or two. It gives you a chance to breathe. And then, you know, as soon as it starts melting, you know, that, that feeling goes away and everyone goes back to the chaos of living a life. But I think that's why people really enjoy those giant snowstorms. Because it definitely puts everybody on the same page for, for a short period of time. People die within minutes of their homes. Really sad. No, I know. What I'm saying is very different than what's going on up there. I mean, th that last storm, well, they had two insane storms. But So my, my, my thoughts go out to Buffalo, man. They're, they're in it. They're in it. Totally agree. Community comes together. You help each other out. should always be like that. Yeah. It seems like it's a no-brainer, but unfortunately, we just can't do that. It takes a dramatic, a dramatic event, a horrible tra tragedy or a significant like storm like a hurricane or like
like a, a giant blizzard to bring everybody together. And there, everyone feels it. Everyone's like, oh, this is so nice. Maybe we should try to live like this more often on a regular day. But we just can't get there. Same crap happened with 9-11, especially in New York. I can only speak for, like, New York. Unbelievable tragedy. Then a sense that everybody was on the same page, helping each other. Um, I got to say this carefully, but it was like, in a strange way, it was really, really nice. I know over 2,000 people lost their lives, and you got to acknowledge that, obviously. But the days after that, everybody was absolutely on the same page, helping each other out, helping their fellow human beings. They didn't give a crap where they fell politically. They didn't give a crap about the color of their skin. They didn't care about anything. Everyone was just on the same page. And then we said it on the radio, and then the first sign was all those little American flags that everyone had on their cars. You start seeing them in the street. They were falling off the cars. <laughs> that was a sign that we're now going to go back to just just beating the crap out of each other again. It's just it's just too bad. Having fun in the private Facebook group. I like the feature we have. Uh, it's a chat room. Uh, just look for uh, is is this thing on? Well, I have one more thing. Because as I was trying to say, is this thing on? I bit the side of my mouth again. Hey, Gwad, if you're listening, in the year 20. 23. Start with the year 2023, Gwad. Any human that is born, could you give them a little extra space in their mouth, Gwad? Just a little more. You gave no room for error in the mouths of human beings. So, my wish for the new year, Gwad, anyone born in 2023, they get a little more room in their mouth. So, if they bite the side of their mouth, it has a chance to heal. I just bit the side of my mouth trying to say, is this thing on? What a horrendous flaw in the human body. Who does that? We're not going to give them any extra room in their mouth. Even though, you know, one of the most important things about being a human being, you're going to have to eat a lot of stuff. But we're not going to give you any extra room in, in your mouth. So you're going to bite the side of your mouth over and over and over again. And because you keep biting the side of your mouth over and over again, it's never going to heal because it's going to be a bit swollen. Thank you, Gwad. Usually happens when you're eating something. What the F? It's, it's so stupid. <laughs> I try to say, is this thing on? I, and uh, I bit the side of my mouth again. This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by Helix Sleep. I've gotten five, maybe six mattresses from Helix Sleep at this point, and they're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you. Go to helixsleep.com slash Opie with Helix Better Sleep starts now. My relationship with Helix Sleep started quite simply. I was in the market for some mattresses, so I did all my own research, and what was coming back to me over and over again was how great Helix mattresses were. So I ordered one, and I was very, very happy. And then you fast forward a bit, all of a sudden, they're uh, sponsors on my podcast. 
Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made for just kids. But oh, I don't want to be confused when I'm picking out a mattress. They make it easy. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz, find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And this is the best part. They ship the mattress to your house free of charge. They offer a 100-night risk-free trial. And they know everyone's unique and they sleep differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I'm telling you, I love my mattresses from Helix Sleep. Best mattresses I've ever had in my life. Helix Sleep is even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. This is what I always tell you guys. Check it out for yourself. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you. Go to helixsleep.com slash opie. Once again, that's helixsleep.com slash opie for up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Very nice. A uh, doggy took off. Did anyone see where the ball went? This stupid dog. He like all of a sudden has to pee or poo. He drops his ball. He goes and pees. And then he assumes that magically I have another ball for him. Did anyone see where the ball went? Yeah, so I try to teach my kids uh, life lessons every day. And, and one of the lessons I, I try to teach them, it's like a lot of us, we're all about uh, the destination as far as like life shit and life goals. And I'm like, you got you to gotta appreciate the journey, the journey to your uh, destination. So with that said, like, you know, I was looking forward to Christmas. We were all looking forward to Christmas. Christmas comes, and I end up getting an extremely heavy cold where it pretty much knocked me out uh, Christmas Day. I, I teach my kids, you know, it's more about the journey than the destination. So even though I had a heavy cold on Christmas and it kind of knocked me out, we had a fine Christmas season. We had the nice journey all the way to Christmas, making the gingerbread houses, watching the goddamn Christmas movies. Picking out a Christmas tree, looking at the Rockefeller Christmas tree, going down and seeing uh, their cousins and their mom mom and pop pop. How are you? Any good shows you're watching? Uh, hey, not Jason one. Um, oh wait, let me finish up with the water thing. So someone said, put your feet in the water. So um, there's a pond nearby. And me and the kids, uh, a couple days ago, we wanted to walk around on the ice because, you know, we had some cold temperatures out here and a lot of things froze over. And uh, this pond, I know for a fact, is very, very shallow. You got to be very, very careful when you walk onto uh, the ice. Uh, we lost a kid when I was growing up. True story. Didn't really know the kid, but man, if that didn't make school creepy for about six months... So you got to make sure that ice is shallow. And we went out on the ice. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm still trying to get down to my fighting weight. So I might have a few extra LBs on me. And uh, the kid fell through all the way up to his knee. 
Long story short, oh my God, was that water cold. It was insanely cold. I don't know how the people do it where they go all the way in for the polar plunge. Does the dog know there's something down there? Nah, man, he just loves digging. He's a fool. I did uh, a live stream yesterday on my TikTok, and we talked about all this stuff. But basically, he's obsessed with his tennis ball, and he's obsessed with digging. He could dig. I could go back to the house and come back out, and he'll still be digging this hole. Trying to remember how many siblings you have. Oh, well, I have seven, eight, or nine kids. That's how I explain it. Because I was one of those families where we were bringing in kids all the time. I had a fake sister that was introduced to us as, a, as, our, as our sister. Yes. And she had red hair, so it was very confusing for a while. <laughs> it was just a friend of one of my siblings. Um, she needed a place to stay and live because her father was getting remarried. And the father basically... Oh, no. The, the new wife basically said to the father, it's either me or your daughter because they didn't get along and this scumbag said I pick you and told his own daughter to beat it so she needed a place to stay so we uh, we welcomed her into our home and that should have been the end of it but there was some weird spin where uh, I don't know my mom and my dad like presented this person as a as a sister she just needed a, a warm place to call home and a few warm meals. Next thing you know, she's my sister. And then one day she couldn't take it anymore because my mom was very, very strict. And uh, she took off. Her boyfriend came. I remember it was a white pickup truck. I remember it like it was yesterday. She packed up all her stuff. She was sneaking out while my parents were uh, out of the house. And uh, she said, I can't take this shit anymore. And she, uh, and she took off, and I never saw her again. I mean, we even put her name in the cement. I don't know if you have traditions like this, but we did a lot of cement work around the house, and uh, we put our initials in the cement. And uh, we put her initial in the damn cement. And then uh, my mom, you know, yes, she was out there trying to pry, uh, pry the K out of the cement because <laughs> she was no longer part of our family. <laughs> It's bizarre how parents pick their boyfriend and girlfriend over their kids. Yeah, it's insane. Went roller skating yesterday. And uh, the story goes, for Christmas, Santa Claus got my daughter, who's uh, 10, her first pair of roller skates. And my daughter, she's very, very motivated. And she put those things on Christmas morning, and she's kind of like wobbling around my kitchen, almost falling down, could barely go a foot. She's a quick learner and doesn't give up easy. Fast forward only a few days after Christmas, we're in a roller rink in Shirley, and she's doing laps uh, by herself. I'm like, oh my God, that's pretty awesome. And I like the place because I had to rent my skates, and uh, oh shit, I thought no one was commenting. <clears throat> I just scrolled and saw all these new people all waving. Sorry, all right, let me, I'll get back to the comments in a second. I didn't know that the comments uh, weren't moving. And uh, what I liked about this place was I needed roller skates. And I just assumed and accepted that I would have to put my feet into some sweaty roller skates. 
And that wasn't the case. Brand new skates. Beautiful. Oh, people, uh, oh, I, I didn't forget. I got my radio muscles still where I can bring it all back together. Someone asked me if I was watching any good shows. I'm watching the Harry and Meghan uh, documentary thing on Netflix. Very, very interesting. And then we talked about yesterday. I'm watching the Sean Array on the TLC. That show is downright creepy. Um, my daughter watches it with my wife. And so I take a peek here and there. And uh, it's real. I mean, it is so creepy. TLC knows what they're doing. You know, TLC stands for the Learning Channel. So if they're showing you a whole bunch of uh, uh, unusual people, I think you're still allowed to say that. And the, the only reason they're on the TLC is because we all like to look and stare at something that's different or unusual. Think freak shows, think side shows, think car accidents on the side of the highway. Come on, doggy. But they're, and then if you question them on it, they're like, hey, we're the learning channel. People are learning about these. We're not learning crap. We're, we're staring at the TV going, oh my God, is she really three foot ten? Wait, she's 23 years old and she's three foot ten? What? <laughs> what am I learning? And then there's a, a creep of a guy that's interested in a three foot ten girl. No, the guy's a weirdo because he's attracted to a woman that's three foot ten that looks like a child. She looks like she's eight years old. That's downright creepy. And it sucks to be Sean Array because I don't know how you ever get around that and have a normal life. And the TLC is showing us this stuff on the TV. For the people that don't know, she's uh, 23. She was uh, diagnosed with some kind of brain tumor when she was a kid which obviously affected her growth. She, uh, she's a, a normal, quote, I, I have to say, quote, she's a normal 23-year-old that's stuck in a body of an 8-year-old because of her uh, tumor from when she was a kid. Love seeing the people bring in these obnoxious immigrants to, to the U.S. because they can't get a normal relationship here. Oh, modern, you rule. The 90 Day Fiance uh, franchise is amazing. See, because a lot of these guys, they're frumps. In America, they're lucky to get a three, maybe a four. But if you're a frump in America, you can get somebody from another country that doesn't speak English. You can get a nine, a nine, almost a ten. But here's the problem. Then they come to America and they eat these people alive because they get Americanized very, very quickly. Yeah, but the 90-day fiancé shows rule. Oh, I got a little story, and then I'll end. I had an aunt. My mom's half-sister. She was from Poland. Um, and she loved her Polish roots. And when I was graduating uh, college, she wanted to bring me to Poland. Because I, I got some Polish in me. Not a lot. I don't even know. I might be like a quarter Polish. I'm, I'm a mutt, basically. But I think I got about a quarter Polish. And my mom's half-sister was, I mean, you do the math, but I guess my mom might have been half-Polish if I'm quarter-Polish, right? And then the half-sister probably was like 100% Polish. I think that's actually possible. And she'd go to Poland every other year. So I'm graduating Geneseo. And she's like, uh, I want to bring you to Poland. I'm like, God, that's a hell of a... 
That's a hell of a present. That's a great graduation present right there. Turns out, she wanted to bring me to Poland because I was 22, 23 years old. And she wanted to find me a wife. Yes. I'm like, I thought we were going to Poland just to have some fun. She, this was her, her, her M.O. She wanted me to go to Poland to find a Polish wife to bring back to America. Yes, yes. Imagine, imagine if I had a Polish wife. Now, here's the kicker of the whole thing. Her son did just that. Yes. Her son did just that. I don't really know this guy. I think he was at my wedding because, you know, you got you to gotta invite uh, people that are sort of uh, related to you by blood. I'm like, who the hell are you? I'm your cousin. Oh, well, fuck. Where have you been my whole life? Well, enjoy the Ritz-Carlton and, uh, and the filet. <laughs> Jesus. Never saw the guy again. He came around like, uh, like what's his name, from, uh, from Christmas Vacation. The Randy Quaid guy. He came, he came rolling in because he smelled the, uh, the damn good food we were serving at my wedding at the Ritz-Carlton down there in Philly. But anyway, this guy. I guess he owned a lot of land up in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts, some kind of farm, I believe. And he did pretty well for himself, but he needed a wife. So his mom, my uh, my aunt, uh, brought him to Poland, and he did just that. He found a wife and brought her back to to the states. Fast forward, she came to America, looking all young and hot. Not knowing any of the English. Fast forward a bunch of decades, maybe a decade or two. She took him for everything. Everything. I think that's why the guy showed up uh, showed up at my wedding because he needed a he needed a warm meal. She took him for everything. Yes, cousin Eddie. Thank you, Kyle. Divorce and <laughs> and the guy. Oh, God, the guy got just wrecked by this woman. Any thoughts on the George Santos uh, nonsense? Sure. Um, George Santos, this is my take on the George Santos. He's, he's a liar. He lied about pretty much everything. There's nothing you can really do about it. I think he's, he's st he'll still be, what, a congressman, I guess? But then people quickly, the Republicans, you know, this is a uh, aha, gotcha moment. So all the Republicans are like, well, what about when Elizabeth Warren lied about this? What about Biden? He lied about this. So they quickly had to, like, point out all the times the Democrats lied. Yes. My point is extremely simple. I give you the simple points because I don't feel like fighting the tug-of-war battle day after day. All politicians lie. If you're a politician, it's a given that you're going to lie a lot. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican or a damn independent. You're going to lie uh, your face off. Just so happens this George Santos is, uh, is a Republican and the latest liar. That's all. That's all. That's it. That's why I don't depend on any of these people for anything. My whole life I never depended on a politician. But I got to tell you, that's not fair to the people out there because there's a lot of uh, jobs that it really does matter who the president is. It really does matter which party's in charge. I understand that. 
Happy Adu year. And don't forget, Ryan Seacrest sucks. Incredibly overrated. He stinks.